0: Hey, what's going on? It's House, bestrevenuewriter.com. In this short episode today, what I'm going to tell you is one of the biggest problems that B2B startup founders are facing and coming to grips with, finally, realizing, hey, maybe my team isn't really underperforming as far as business development and sales development representatives go. What am I referring to? Cold emailing and spam filters that block them out. So gone are the days of the wild, wild west, where sending out a thousand emails at the click of a button was enough to have it rain in leads. But I came across a discussion about it on Sales Hacker and figured, hey, if this is still an ongoing issue, even though we started to notice this tide turning a few years back, then it's worth at least a short audio clip discussing what to do about it. Now, while there's no way to really circumvent and maneuver around the spam filters. There's no black hat, even gray hat technique to do so. It'll help change your frame of mind and how you approach it so you can adjust your KPIs accordingly. What you give up in your ability to reach at mass scale, you now gain in visibility in the sense that you're not fighting with as many people for attention in your prospect's inbox. And why is that? Well, the main reason for that is because they too are dealing with the spam filter. So what comes with an uncluttered inbox is that when you do break through and they do click it, if you did everything right, you personalized it, created a value proposition, it was a targeted email, you have a better chance at the conversion rate. So it should even itself out to some degree. I mean, if you were sending a thousand emails and then you were getting 10 leads out of that. Well, if you were to send 100, you should still be getting 10 leads. That's the only real difference. So it takes more sophistication. You cannot afford to be as careless. You can look at it almost like a filter that many have predicted, Forcer Research had predicted that by 2020, we would see another wave of a shrinking sales force simply because it is starting to get more advanced. The qualifications and expectations are rising. So what this means is that teams that were very cold email centric are now having to find ways to adapt. And the best way to do that is one of two ways. One, you put more time into your initial cold outreach emails. What that means is coming up with more creative angles, more personalization so you can afford to take that step back a little bit more, put more depth into it and that should help your conversion rate. So you're not relying so much on mass volume. Now, the second part of that is utilizing the other channel. So if your team typically tends to shy away from the phone, that is not a good strategy. That should count as just another touch point in your outreach segment. Social media, using direct messaging, that should be another piece of your segment. So as you can see, basically the idea in this second scenario is to find any way to get in front of them that you can ethically that is the other way that you can help your team to understand this concept as well especially for newbies coming in many of the servers are looking to protect their clients aka the user and how do they do that by keeping phishing attacks out so what they're really looking for especially with gmail is the click-through rate how much you have shared it with a colleague, how much dwell time was in the email. Did they send it to the trash? Did they mark you as spam? All of these things play in. And I can tell you that I did an experiment back in January where I took a Google Excel sheet. I separated it into a hundred tabs because there was an issue of volume with the company that I was performing this for. And what ended up happening is Instead of the concept of warming up the domain, which is using it naturally, keeping your increments that you send your emails in, so maybe instead of a batch of 100, you're sending batches of 20 cold emails. Instead of using that approach, I was sending the 100, wild, wild west. It went from about a low 60% in deliverability rate to dwindling every subsequent touchpoint afterwards. Around the fourth or fifth step, you're looking at about 11% of the deliverability rate, meaning that with these generalized messages, a myriad of different factors could have been the fact that they've never seen my name in their inbox, so people just automatically write that off as spam. That's a factor. They could have looked at the email, this isn't personalized enough, delete. They could have marked it as spam, just having a bad day. There's a million factors, but what ended up happening was by sticking to that 2015-ish cadence 11%. That is deflating. If you have a prospect list of 2,000, imagine only being able to reach 11% of that list. That's like threading a needle. I have specifically been against mass blasting for a long time. I think it's unfair to the prospect, the receiver. It also reflects poorly on the company. So while there's not really an immediate fix, I predicted probably about five years back that there would be some kind of sender reputation, which we're starting to see Come about right now, an app or a platform of some sort. Right now, it's relying on the bots to tell that to the receiver for them. Because the other problem that many executives are going through is they're hunting for new vendors or coming across new technologies or services that you can't always find in the search engines was becoming more and more scarce. So that saves them a lot of time when people are outreaching to them, getting them onto those intro and discovery calls, taking care of all the scheduling. That saves them a lot of time from having to do all of that hunting themselves. That's the trade-off. So we're starting to see more of an alignment. But if you can think about the search engines looking at UX, click-through rate, dwell time, the parallels between cold emailing and SEO are so similar that if you understand the concept of what goes into, let's say, a top three keyword ranking, you should be able to understand what they're going for as far as the inbox goes. Just something to keep in mind, especially to executives that are unaware of this information, to adjust not just their expectations, you should expect high performance still, but they are not as abundant in the sense that you have this unlimited lead pool that could reach thousands of people in a single day it is not like that anymore you can actually get your domain blacklisted that was something that came up while we didn't get blacklisted we did get a notice saying we had suspicious activity coming from our account so they say the best way to get around this is to warm up your email domain which is send five per day then increase it to 10 in two weeks then 20 and so on and so forth until you work your way up Prove to Google that you're not here to be a spam artist, and that will allow some of your reputation and deliverability to improve. There is a limit with Gmail of 500 per day going out, but many have been getting blocked way before then. So just be careful on that. Really, this is up to sales leadership to adjust their KPIs. If we're gonna look at a horse and a car example, a horse's top speed, if that was considered incredibly fast with the advent. Of cars being able to four times that. Well, you can kind of look at it as the opposite that it's just having to adjust the miles per hour. It's a little bit slower, but the conversion rate, if you're doing it right, should be very similar. Should be is the key word. So make sure that you're focusing on sales enablement, making sure that your intro calls have a good selling point as well. Create really badass intro calls. All of these things are going to play into your conversion rate. But make no mistake, it's not really the executives that want to block vendors from outreaching. They're trying to block out the terrible ones, the scammers, the fishers. So if you can get them to even just open your email, make sure that it's worth it for them. It'd be the underlying theme just when they open it, make sure it's worth reading. So to recap, there's many ways that you can prepare yourself to earn a solid sender reputation, but you should also be exploring other channels. There's so many to be able to reach your target prospect using old school fundamentals, modern channels, and constantly improving your message and your sales enablement to give value when someone actually does open your email, adjust the KPIs to be fit for the modern era. I will keep you posted on any new developments. It's still a work in progress. That is the big lesson of today. This is House bestrevenuewriter.com you are listening to the revenue writers podcast be sure to check out the youtube channel best revenue writer all one word for more premier video content built for the modern marketing executive entrepreneur and b2b startup founder of today we'll see you next time ciao